This is Innovation for Transformation. I'm Dave Ball. May I have a moment? Today we're speaking to you from the beautiful shores of Crystal Lake in northwestern Michigan. It's a sunny Saturday afternoon. The water is clear and there's a light breeze and uh, we are just appreciating this time. And we were blessed earlier today with a sermon presented by a young woman who's very passionate. Uh, she's talked so much about faith and having an active prayer life. And one of the reference text she used was Hebrews 11 verse 1 which is translated in the King James Version as faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen that's a powerful rendering which reminds me so much of uh, years ago when I studied physics and learned about things in the physical world which are not necessarily visible but which have uh, definite physical effects. For example, a photon is a tiny quanta of light energy. It has a negligible mass. You could almost say it has no substance, and it has very little energy in and of itself. But when grouped together in a beam, such as in a laser beam, the, uh, under the influence of a strong electric field, those tiny photons can have powerful effects. They can shine very brightly, they can heat something up, they can even punch a hole through concrete or metal and in some circumstances in a laboratory setting they can be concentrated to achieve uh, nuclear fusion similar to the energy produced by the sun. So even though they're almost undetectable with the naked eye, uh, you could almost say that they're things not seen, yet the effects can be discerned and it's so much like having an active prayer life and having faith you may not be able to see the Holy Spirit, but you can certainly experience the effects of the Holy Spirit and the impact in your life and in the lives of others. I hope you'll be uh, motivated to learn more about science and certainly learn more about the Bible and see how God has created so much beauty in this world and so much of it is visible, and even those things which are not visible can have a powerful impact in our lives. Your thoughts? Be blessed. This is Innovation for Transformation. I'm Dave Ball. May I have a moment? Are you a skeptic, a doubter, a disbeliever, or have you ever encountered someone who was a skeptic or didn't believe something you believed in strongly? In the case of uh, belief in a deity, such a person would be referred to as an agnostic if they were skeptical and as an atheist if they firmly disbelieved in the idea of a creator god. I used to be an agnostic or an atheist in my youth, and later, through some providential events, I made the decision to become a believer and become a Christian. It has enriched my life, and I would certainly recommend this for others. But you can make a rational argument for being a non-believer. In fact, Pascal, who was a mathematical genius and who was a scientist and engineer of uh, the 17th century, uh, articulated uh, this in his classic uh, Pascal's Wager, which used a four-part decision matrix uh, using the possibilities that God exists or God does not exist, and we choose to believe in him or we choose not to believe in him. There were four different scenarios, and one of which you believe in God, but he does not exist. Therefore, you order your life according to moral principles, perhaps those outlined in the Bible, and then you die and nothing happens. So people could argue that your faith was of no consequence, but it could also be argued that your faith allowed you to be a better person and a happier person, and therefore maybe you treated others well, and so you lived a worthwhile life even though there was no eternal reward for it. Now, that's another scenario is 
that uh, you don't believe in God and there is no God. In that case, uh, you live life as most people live it, uh, without a moral uh, or spiritual foundation. Uh, you die and nothing happens. Uh, nothing ventured, nothing gained, so to speak. Uh, in another scenario, uh, you believe in God and He exists, and that's probably the ideal scenario because you live a moral and spiritual life, you treat others well, and there is an eternal reward for that, that you enjoy uh, eternity in heaven based upon the atoning blood of Christ and His sacrifice for our sins. And the, the last scenario is probably the worst of all, that you don't believe in God, but He actually exists. And in that scenario, you make the decision uh, not to live your life according to His Word. And because you have uh, disbelieved, uh, you lose out on the opportunity to enjoy eternity with Christ in His heavenly kingdom. And therefore, you've lost everything. Now, of course, you don't want to make a decision about something as important as your eternal salvation on purely rational basis, because after all, 1 Corinthians 2 tells us that spiritual things are spiritually discerned. And yet the Lord does invite us to reason with Him and contend with Him, and in some cases even to argue with Him. Uh, in Isaiah 1.18, He says, Come, let us reason together. He also says, though your sins be as scarlet, I will make them white as snow. He has promised us eternal salvation, but uh, it's a choice we have to make. And I trust you will make the decision that I and so many millions of others have made uh, to believe. And your life will be uh, thoroughly enriched by that. You will face adversity, as we all do, but you will also experience blessings both in this world and in the world to come. Your thoughts? Be blessed.